Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. Yes, we are back. My name is Roy, and I'm the host of this Cough Daily Cough podcast. And we'll get straight into it. Today's episode was recorded at the 100 Club. I was last there for episode 53 when I saw Steve Lamack talking about his book, Going Deaf for a Living. Last night's band was a band called The Big Moon. I got this ticket for free, thanks to my friend Cal, who features on episode... 63 of this podcast when I was at All Points East. First met Cal at a Pale Waves, vid- Pale Waves gig and I was wearing a white shirt. I was wearing that white shirt again at the All Points East Festival and he recognised me there and then he invited me to join him for this. He entered a competition with Fred Perry who was sponsoring the gig. He won, I got him two free tickets and he invited me to be his plus one. So thank you very much Cal for sponsoring today's episode <laughs> so to speak. So the first thing you will hear, because it's not just interviews in this episode, you'll first hear a slight recording of the opening act, who are called Woom, W-O-O-M. They are four women, one of them plays guitar and all of them sing, and it was a really unexpected performance. I didn't know who was, who were the, who the opening acts were anyway, so I didn't know what to expect full stop, but I really would never have guessed this. It was a much quieter performance, which sometimes doesn't works so well in certain venues. If you've never been to the 100 Club, it's right on Oxford Street. It's got a very subtle sign that says 100 Club. It's very easy to miss. It's a basement venue. The stage is in the middle of the room and there are bars like where you can get drinks to the left and to the right. So unlike some venues where the live music area is separate to where you get drinks so that if you want to talk, you can leave the room essentially. At this venue, if you are just wanting to talk casually, you are in the same room as the performance, so sometimes there's a battle for volume. And this opening act was a little bit quieter, so you might hear a bit of that battle in my recording, but it was a fantastic performance. They did a couple of covers. I think the one I recorded was of Weird Fish's Arpeggi by Radiohead, which is a song I really like. So that's the first thing you'll hear. What you don't hear is that during their last song, it, they got a bit quiet and I started yelling, woo, thinking they were finished. They weren't finished, they got back into the song and I was stood right at the front, so I essentially just yelled into one of the singer's faces when the song wasn't done. And then I kind of hanged my head a bit because I was very embarrassed, but at the end she shook my hand and said, thank you very much. So I guess we all took it in good humour. The next thing I recorded is... Ah, uh, I can't scroll up on my phone so I can't see what the other recording is, but I can look at my screen because I emailed them all to myself so what did I do the next thing I recorded was the next artist so I was at the front with Cal and it's become a bit of a regular game I like to play when I'm at a gig with someone else is to look in the audience and try and guess who else is in a band because people when they go to gigs tend to I don't know if that's just how they dress but you really get their sense from people's dress sense is that they are in quote marks cool and they look like they should be in a band. And I saw one person in a suit with long hair from the side, and I said, yeah, he definitely looks like he's in a band. Then he turned around, and I noticed, oh, he actually is in a band. He's Chili Jessen. I think he originally came to prominence in the band Palmer Violets. He's now in a new band called Cruel Intentions. So he was a cool person to notice in the crowd. And then he happens to be part of the second opening act. And I learned this from another person I speak to in this episode named Ian, he told me that the, the second act was a spoken word poet and she is actually the younger sister of Chili. So Chili was on guitar. One of his bandmates from his band 
cruel intentions as plain sense, and his younger sister, whose name I believe is Georgie or Georgia, apologies for not quite remembering, but she was performing poetry, which is another really unexpected opening act. Hats off to The Big Moon for choosing the opening act for this show. It was a really interesting range of performers. So I recorded a bit of that, and it really reminded me of Patti Smith at CBGB's. CBGB's, if you don't know, is a very famous venue in New York where a lot of punk bands came to be. And Patti Smith performed spoken word. She performed poetry when everyone else was doing punk rock. And she would introduce herself as such, saying, Hey, I'm going to give you some po- I'm now going to give you some poetry. I'm going to give you some damn culture. Quite forceful about it. And I got that sense slightly from this artist as well. So that's the next thing you hear, a little bit of that spoken word performance. Then I speak to Ian, the photographer who told me about the spoken word artist, Georgie. He, there was a pile of set lists on the stage, and I wasn't sure if they were for The Big Moon. I thought they were for maybe another band that had performed previously and left them there. But upon close inspection, I recognised some of the song titles. It turned out it was for The Big Moon, so I grabbed one. Ian was, t- later on I noticed Ian taking a peek at the pile and writing something in his notebook. So I showed him that I had one, so he used my set list instead. And he was writing out the set list in his notebook. I said, wouldn't you rather take a picture? He said, no, no, I've... This notebook is filled with set lists from gigs I've been to. That seemed interesting, so I talked to him a little bit. Then I spoke to two gentlemen who were stood right behind me. They were Nev and Jem, who've been going to gigs together since the early 80s. I noticed because I think Jem came back to the front of the crowd holding a beer, and the crowd was pretty packed, and I was impressed he made it through with his beer intact. And then Nev held both beers while Jem went to the toilet. And I thought, that's some good teamwork there. These guys have clearly got their whole thing choreographed. So that's how I got talking to them. So then you hear me talk to Nev and Jem. And then there were two other photographers stood on the other side of me. And Ian tapped me on the shoulder and said, have you spoken to Phoebe, who was one of the photographers? I said, no, I hadn't. So then you hear me talk to Phoebe. She was a photographer with Fred Perry, who was sponsoring the event. She told us a bit more about that, a bit more about the other show she's been to. And, yeah, that's it. I'm sorry I didn't get to speak to Carol. I don't know why I didn't think to press record. We had some really interesting conversations. He has a bit of an encyclopedic knowledge of indie rock, which is really interesting. But, hey, till next time, hopefully. I'm actually quite liking the overlap that's starting to happen on these episodes where I'm bumping into characters from previous episodes and people are recognising me. In fact, on that front, I bumped Francisco joined us in the queue outside before we went inside. Francisco, I mentioned him briefly... In episode 68, Magic Wands at Shacklewell, he's part of that crowd. His friend Roger wasn't there. Roger, who you might remember, was said that he prefers artists with female vocalists. He wasn't there. So yeah, that's a, a long enough introduction. I'm trying to keep these introductions short and just set the scene. But sometimes it can't help but be a bit long because there were a lot of people I spoke to and I want you to get a glimpse of what the night was like. I did not get any audio from the third opening act, Girl Ray, but they were very good, and I did grab a set list from them as well, and I didn't get any audio from The Big Moon, but I will post on Instagram eventually, I'm really bad at posting things on social media, but I'm forever working on it, but at the end of The Big Moon set, there was a bit of a stage invasion, now the last time I had a stage invasion was at that Pale Waves show where I met Cal, and I ended up standing on this pillar behind the drummer, and I had an incredible view of the whole stage and crowd, but I didn't take any pictures. So this time I tried to take a video, but <laughs> you can't see too much from it. But I tried. 
So at the end of the show, there was a stage invasion. It was a really fun show. The Big Moon are definitely a band worth checking out if you haven't already. Their debut album, Love in the Fourth Dimension, came out last year. It was nominated for a Mercury Prize. There are some new songs on their set list, but I, I think they cut them both out for time because they started a little bit late because there were some slight issues with tech. Their cover of uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart is a force to be reckoned with. I highly recommend checking them out if you get the chance. Okay, that's definitely enough blabbing for me. So, once again, you hear the opening act, Womb. The second act, Georgie, doing spoken word. Me talking to the photographer, Ian. Me talking to two of the fans at the front of the, of the crowd, Nev and Jem. And then me talking to the photographer, Phoebe. I don't know what I'll play at the end, but it'll be something. This is an almost 10-minute intro. I promise my intros won't always be this long. Let's just get on with it. Enjoy.
is the escape! Yeah. Yeah. Alright, here we go. This first one's called My Old Man. threshold and divorce idealism. The sky served its purpose as a picture from my window. So weird and so real at the same time, I think that's what they call surrealism. But the glass is there to be looked out of and not for looking through. And now it's a harsh reality to dip my feet into. Because I put them online and because sometimes I review stuff. 
So do you do this at every show you go to? Yeah, just about. I get the set lists, I take pictures, and uh, if I want to, I review it for Gig Soup. It's a website. So is this notebook full of set lists right now? Yeah, yeah. How many pages have you got left? Very few. I was wondering about buying a new notebook. It's a tiny little notebook. You can't see it, but it's really small. It's like five inches. Yeah, it is. Like a, just about fits in your hand kind of thing. Like, can tightly go into your pocket, I guess, for gigs. Exactly, yeah. The right size for gigs. I, How- lost, I lost one once. It was one of the worst things that ever happened to me. Oh. I lost, like, five months of set lists and, and comments on, on gigs I'd been to. Really bad. <laughs> How often are you going to gigs then? Uh, like three, four a week, five a week, a lot of gigs. Is it, is it always bands that you know or do you tend to go to smaller bands that you haven't heard of? Uh, well obviously support acts I've not heard of very often. So like this week for the first time I saw Nova Twins, absolutely blew me away, brilliant. And sometimes I get sent to see something that I don't know about. So I'll like be told by a PR uh, or the website to go and review something. I'll go and see them. Uh, re- you know, if I like it, I like it. If I don't, what I don't do ever is write bad stuff about people. Don't do that. Yeah, I respect that, man. Yeah. So is there somewhere online people can go to find the stuff you've seen? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Where can they find it? Uh, Gigsoupmusic.com. What, what music.com? Gigsoupmusic.com. Big sin. Gigsoup. Like gig, like we're at gig. Uh-huh. Soup, like what you drink or eat. Ah. Gigsoup.com. It's a website. I've been writing for it for about three years. Um, uh, on and off. So, yeah. Right. I don't put everything there. The rest of it I put on, like the pictures I put on Instagram. Um, What's your name on Instagram then? My name on Instagram is. Um, no, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, t- we'll talk about that after I press stop. Yeah. Well, Ian, enjoy the rest of the show. I'll catch you in a bit. Yes. Okay, still at the front row of the Big Moon Show at the Honda Club. I've made a new friend. What's your name? My name is Nev. Nev, who are you here with tonight? I'm here with a friend called Jem, who I've known for a very long time. When did you two start going to gigs together? I've known him since school days, um, always had a passion for music, and so early 80s, first started going. Do you remember the first gig you went to together? Together, I think it was Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Wow! <laughs> Might be wrong. So, when did the two of you like, suss each other out as partners in crime? Uh, school days. Um, listening to that thing called vinyl that's come back into fashion. I've heard of it, I've heard of it. Exactly. Back then, it Uh was the only thing to listen to. So, um, orchestral maneuvers in the dark. So, kind of post punk new waves? No, no, electronic stuff is um, synth pop. And they're still around now. You must have heard of them. I know, I've heard of them. I'm yeah. just wondering if, like, if one day one of you came to school with, like, eyeliner or something. And that's no, when you're like, no, no, okay. No, no. Uh, so, Jem uh, was into more of a... So, we also saw... <laughs> so, Jem, uh, Genesis, big band at the time. You had loads of albums. He's, he's recording us. I'm recording this conversation <laughs> for a podcast. Okay, fair enough. Wait, so, you had lots of... So, so Jem? Yeah, sure. Jem. So, you had lots of vinyl. Yeah. So how did, how did Nev find out about your vinyl? I saw it. <laughs> well, like you went to his house or something. Oh, we, 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 yeah, old friends and... Yeah. And it sounds like you've got your routine down to a T. Are you always at the front row for gigs and everything? More so recently. Yeah. More so last few years. And it's, 
Yeah. Getting braver as we get older. <laughs> <laughs> well, good on you. Like, is it mainly London that you're seeing gigs? Are you both based in London? Yeah. So who else have you seen recently then? Uh, right, so last few weeks, Black Honey on Tuesday. Two weeks ago, Churches. Three weeks ago, I saw Fontaine's, uh, Spectre, Slow Readers Club in the same week. October Drift were fantastic supporting Slow Readers Club. <laughs> uh, no, one of those together? Uh, no, 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 three, that was three in three nights. That was... Jesus. So have you already planned out what you're seeing for like the rest of June? Um, so beyond, no. I... Jeb is whipping out the phone. <laughs> We're going to the calendar, okay. okay. Oh no. Yeah, big move tonight. Community, seagulls later, shame. Shame again. And I guess if anyone's looking for you, front row, one of you holding both beers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thanks for your time, guys. Enjoy the rest of the night. Cheers. And then, yeah. So now I'm basically talking to the whole front row of this show. So now I'm talking to one of the photographers. What's your name? Phoebe Fox. Who are you taking photos for? Fred Perry. What's the event for today? Is it just a Fred Perry sponsored gig? Is that it? Um, no, so Fred Perry put on a series of gigs uh, for Fred Perry subculture and there's loads of different people playing all the time. They have one every couple of weeks and uh, this one's Big Moon. Do you ever feel guilty when you have to get someone out of the way to get that shot? Oh my god, all the time. I feel so bad whenever I barge my way to the front. Like, I'm so sorry, but I need to get a photo. There's all these, like, really die-hard fans that have been waiting there for ages, and I just have to be like, I'm sorry. Just kind of show them the camera and be like, it's not my fault, it's the camera, I've got to. Like, I noticed you, like, right on my shoulder. Is that a particular kind of shot, or is that just to get a clear view of the band? Literally, just to get a clear view of the band, because I probably didn't have the right lens on. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people find your shots online? Uh, Fred Perry posts them on their socials, so it will be on, be on them. Is it just for Fred Perry that you shoot, or do you take any personal photos? It depends who I'm shooting for. Like, it, it will normally be for the artists themselves, or for a magazine, or for whoever's playing the gig on. So are there any big names that you're shooting for, like, in the rest of the month? Can you say who you're shooting for? I'm shooting with Haim for the next two days, Ali Pali. Haim? <laughs> oh man! So you're going to be in the, the photo pit at the front? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen them before? Yeah, I was with them two days ago in Manchester. So their show is absolutely incredible. If this goes out before then, or like, they're playing on Friday and Saturday at Ali Pali. It's, it's so good. And Maggie Rogers is supporting. Do you ever have to take pictures of bands that you don't really like? Yes, but then if you do that, you know that you never want to shoot them again. It's fine. So can you tell from your pictures which ones are the ones you loved and which ones are like, eh? Definitely. You put a lot more effort into the ones that you really care about and that comes across, I think. Especially when you're shooting friends, you get kind of nervous before you shoot them because you want the photos to come out so good. <laughs> well, I think they're about to start. Thank you for your time, Phoebe. Enjoy the show. And that was that. Thank you to everyone that I spoke to. Thank you again to Cal for getting me into the show. We got... He went up to the box office and said he's on the guest list. So he got given a, a yellow ribbon to tie around his wrist. And he got two drinks tokens. And then I said I'm his plus one. So I got a yellow ribbon and two drinks tokens as well. I've never got drinks tokens at a gig before. It basically means you get free drinks whenever you hand over a token. These tokens are pretty much wasted on me because I don't really drink at gigs. So I just got lemonade. I went to the bar, said I'd like just a lemonade. He said small or large. I said large. The guy told me it's 260 I think he was implying that, look, lemonade are really expensive. You might as well get a beer or something. 
and I showed him my drinks token, and he said, okay, fair enough. And then I gave Cal the rest of my drinks tokens because I really didn't have any use for more. I'm so used to being so broke at gigs that I just get, I'd want to get some sort of drink to support the venue, but I'm used to getting that one drink and making it last the whole night because I'm not the type of person that can afford to go back to the bar and get lots and lots of pints or something. Anyway, thank you to Cal for inviting me to the gig. Thank you to, let's see if I remember, Woom, Georgie, uh, Ian, Nev, Jem, and Phoebe. Thank you all very much for talking to me. Thank you to The Big Moon for the show. Thank you to Fred Perry, I guess, for sponsoring. And I will play a bit of bass guitar because my guitar is still in the guitar case than when I took it to the open mic. And my bass is two-hand. I'm running a bit late, so I haven't actually... When am I not running a bit late? I'm running a bit late, so I haven't listened back to the audio I recorded. So I'm just going to shove it all up there. I hope it sounds good. Call it more authentic, you know? It's a more accurate capture of what happened last night rather than me trying to edit it. I don't know, I'm just making excuses now. What I will say is I am going to put out a slight plea for help. I am (laughs) really weak-willed when it comes to keeping this thing up daily. So I would appreciate if anyone is listening to let me know you're listening and be like, hey, we haven't seen today's episode yet, what's going on? Just so I can feel like this is more of a team effort. I keep meaning to post something to chronicle all of the people I've spoken to because I think now, in hindsight... I'll be, it might look a bit more impressive to say I've talked to A, B, C, D, E, F, G, everyone, and then ask everyone to try and repost that just to say, hey, this guy's a bit annoying, but sometimes it's kind of interesting, maybe you should check him out. Also, what do you think about the intros and outros? Am I going on too long? Should I just say, I talked to this person, this person, this person, and let the audio do the rest? Or do you like me setting the scene? I tend to, I'm I'm still not used to the sound of my own voice, so that's why I try and keep myself out of it as much as possible. I say that I've just recorded like a nine minute in- intro for this episode, but I quite enjoyed setting the scene and talking about all the people I bumped into and how I bumped into them. So what do you, the listener, like? Feel free to contact me. I'm at Saddest Night Out on Twitter and Instagram or saddestnightout at gmail.com or you can find me on SoundCloud or iTunes. Feel free to rate or review it. No one has. I'll- I don't know how people listen to this. I think it's mostly on SoundCloud. I don't know if people do listen on iTunes. But hey, feel free to reach out. And I do have a Patreon. Feel free to contribute. Patreon.com forward slash saddest night out. All one word. Ian, I did say to Ian, if he ever needs a plus one for a show, I'm happy to join him. So fingers crossed that happens, because that could be quite cool. And Phoebe said she's going to be checking out Haim this weekend, so props to her. And my sister is actually seeing Beyonce tomorrow night for the second time, I believe. So I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous at all. Anyway, on to tonight's music. Uh, Yeah, like I said, I only have a bass guitar to hand, which sounds... I don't know if you can really hear it, because bass is... Low frequencies, sometimes a bit quiet. Hopefully you can hear that, because I don't feel like moving my phone any closer, because I'm charging. So, here's a little riff that is played on the bass. It goes like this.
that'll do. Thank you very much for listening, and <laughs> knock on word out. I'll see you at some point. I'll just say that from now on. I'll see you at some point. Take care.